there, done that, bro. Been there, done that. Yeah, I know. I know. We're okay. We're okay. We're back on the track, homie. We're alive and well. It's it's like liberating, honestly. I'm like, yo, I lost all the shit, but I'm like, now I'm not tethered by all okay. my old okay. ideas. Slow your roll. It's not liberating, dog. Not not literally. Spin it, spin it however you not want literally. it. It's, it sucks, but yes, yeah, good for you for making a positive out of a negative yeah, situation. I, to, I applaud you. I was <laughs> Jesus. I was trying to make something good out of it, and you just jumped all over. No, it's shit. It's garbage. Fucking, it sucks. God damn it. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> This has been another motivational talk with Matt. This is fucking. Your life is shit. You suck. Deal True. with it. True. The sooner you accept it, the better you'll be. Yeah. Folks get brown in the sunshine. Same mantra this week for me. Slowing the vibes down. Bring it down. All right, I'm just gonna chug four cups of espresso to try to balance you out. I, 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 I don't, I don't oppose that idea. The scales of judgment. The scales of judgment. Uh, no, I'm actually, I actually drink. I am drinking a latte though. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get my yeah, latte. Myself. A latte, classy. I'm drinking black coffee out of a Toronto Raptors mug. I love them, bro. It's just like an espresso that lasts longer. Like, don't get me wrong. I like espresso, man. They're strong and shit, but it's like, okay, I finished it. Isn't there a lot, of, a lot of milk in that latte stuff, bro? That's all it is. So it's a it's a shot of espresso, and then it's steamed milk, and then they just mix it up. So you got to be somebody. If you're like that. Settled, homie. You're on the clock. I am on the clock. I hate being on the clock. I gotta go to work. You gotta go to work. That's right. First, you gotta do work here. Then you do work there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is my this is my volunteer hour right here. Hey. Right. Your high school transcript, eh? <laughs> yeah. My 40 hours. Okay, my friend. It is 1:34 p.m. Sunday, October 24th, 2021. Welcome to episode 55. That's the 5-5 five five of the fucking A podcast. I am your host, John Belia Jim, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jerry the Anaphylactic Geriatric. How you doing, brother? How's everything today? It's the nickel-nickel episode, isn't it, eh? The nickel-nickel. You got it, man. That's where are you right. ditching it, huh? Where are you going to ditch the chrome? Got to grab your work. It's fucking A. All games, no practice. The funniest podcast this country has to offer. What, what was the well, last week's episode? Was the Maple Leaf Made Globally Enjoyed? 
Ah, slogans. Yes. yes. We're just slogan. We're marketing like testing s- slogans is what we're going for. You're always doing that. But it's always, 100% always... truthful. What's that? That we're globally enjoyed or that we're maple made? Both. I would think. <laughs> uh, we've been over this. We're enjoyed in India. We're enjoyed in India. We are. Canada, right? a couple of people. We're manifesting. India, superstars. Isn't that what they call it? We're manifesting that, that our listeners there are authentic and real. So we just have to believe it. Next up, Bollywood tour. Yes. yes. The future is bright. It's the most knee-buckling audio extravaganza one hour a week. Oh, yeah, dude. You got you to gotta let the people know. Now, I, I got to be honest. I would love to be a fucking Bollywood star, bro. Have you ever sat down and actually watched a Bollywood film, dude? They're, they're, that they're is production values through the roof. I mean, like I want to be like flying through a car in the air while it's spinning and I'm like shooting a gun out the window and I'm curving bullets at oh. people like Neo. Oh, and oh. don't forget, like just a, a like a soundtrack that slaps the whole time, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bangers. And like like up volume at like 13, just blaring. I mean, it is a set like it's it's a feast of the senses is what that is. Speaking of senses here. So the other night. I slept kind of funny, right? Like I have, I sleep on my side and I have my arm arm out and I put it like under my pillow. Right. And I'm, I'm fall asleep, like in this weird fucked up position where I'm like pinning my shoulder down, whatever. I have a dream. Okay. Don't remember anything about the dream. All I remember is the end of it. And in the end of my dream, I dislocated my shoulder and it was like the most painful shit ever in this dream. I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit. And I don't know why. And then I wake up dog and I had like slept so weird on my shoulder and like pinned one of my muscles, I guess, against like a bone or something. And my entire arm was on fire and I couldn't fucking move shit. So I woke up being like, what the fuck? And my dog turned around and freaked out, and looked at me. She's like, what? And like, I couldn't move my arm and I laid in bed and I just groaned. I was like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> this I was like, what the fuck, man? It's like a minute later, like I could move my arm again and everything was all right. But I guess I just like pinch one of the tendons down somehow, Whoa. like the way I was sleeping. Yeah, bro. Now I love. I can up, understand. Dog. I can understand that because sleeping. I I'm the exact same. I always sleep with one, if not both, arms over my head. I don't know why. And I have shitty shoulders, so the number of times that I've woken up with something similar, or like I literally can't move my arm because it feels like it's popped out. Like first thing in the morning, yeah, man. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous gamble. To put that arm up there when you're sleeping. I'm like, how am I hurting myself sleeping? What the fuck is wrong with me, bro? Because if you do, if you put your body in certain positions, like you ever slept weird on your ear, like you get like no pill around and like your ear bends a little bit in the sleep and then you wake up and it's been that way for like a couple of hours, like hurts. If you put anything in a position for too long on this, on this shitty meat bag of a body, it, it always results in that. There's some like old white guys shaking his head. That's like my fucking grandfather died in the war for you to hurt yourself. We're fucking sleeping. <laughs> Pussy. Goddamn shitty generation. Yeah, 50 years ago, like people were in like Vietnam, like getting shelled and like having yeah, to like not get here, stabbed like, at night. Oh, I, I slept, slept funny. Oh, my arm. <laughs> I slept, I, don't you hate when you put it under your pillow and you wake up and it's like my arm hurts. Like it's the worst. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It was funny though. My dog just looking at me like like I had been shot. She was like terrified. Like, oh, you all right, man. So so when no. you when you were saying that you were you woke up and you made a sound, were you uh were you underselling it? Were you actually like ah! like no, it was like it was 
it was distinctly like a groan. There was no scream. It was like a. <laughs> my dog. That's why my dog freaked out. I was sounds. like, "What the Spooky fuck, man? Like, sounds. are you all right?" Well, I was is. still half asleep, right? Like having this, I guess, nightmare that I popped my shoulder out. So when I wake up, I was just confused. And is it, it was like, is your arm that's okay? real pain? Is your arm? Oh, okay yeah, it was now, fine. Or? Like a minute later, it was, oh. it was fucking fine. But I completely immobile. I couldn't move it. Well, it's just like, get ready, because as you get older, that's just going to keep happening. Most likely. Yeah, dude. This is like a this is a glimpse into being 30 years old, right? We should mark this, this like episode. We'll mark we'll mark episode 55 and then like in a hundred episodes when you're like, I woke up and I dislocated my arm, we'll be like, I knew it. There it was. We've seen the evidence. Sign of the times. Is this you know? is this podcast therefore gonna be like submissible um medical evidence like your doctors like you can prove like oh i got a history of this just listen to my podcast i've been fucking my shoulder up while i've been sleeping for years <laughs> i talked about this 10 years ago i'm yeah. suing yeah like suing i had my the, bad company i had the hospital incident literally like when we first started the show like a month or two in like someday someone's gonna be like, oh yeah yeah I, like, I have proof i talked about it like episode six of our podcast I mean, yeah, I guess you could bring that shit up in court when we're suing eventually for whatever we want to sue for. So I guess know? the I guess the question I'm asking is, is this podcast legally binding? <laughs> that's a that's a steep slope, bro. That's a steep <laughs> slope. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I sure fucking hope not. All right, I can't lie. And I'm if, if it the, is, what? go ahead. It's probably a good thing that your computer got wiped and we lost all the other stuff. <laughs> See, all right. So you're right. That means that the. Uh, that means that there, there, this was a blessing. So when you tried to shit on my positive mood earlier. I was just being an asshole. Yeah, you were. You were. Uh, I, I, I can't lie. I'm thinking about that Reddit post I shared with you in our Discord chat this week. The one about com- comedy podcasts. Oh, God. Yeah. So we got to share. Yeah, that's the listeners. Us. So I'm going to read. I'll read the post for, for our listeners. And then we'll have a little philosophical podcast debate here. So the title of the post, this was in the podcast subreddit. Shout out for all the help, it, it, all the help I've gotten from here. So anyways, uh, are there too many edgy comedy podcasts was the question. And as Matt pointed out in the Discord chat, the username, this is from sluts number two. How do you, <laughs> how do you interpret that? Is that two sluts or is this some sort of like dookie the sluts number two, like something gross? Like No, he's his sluts number one account got found by his wife and now he's had to make number two. Now, the post is it feels like everyone has a quote comedy podcast. Feels like a dig at the genre, like quote comedy. Little bit, you know. It's it's a shovel and a half. Everyone has a comedy podcast where they shoot the shit with their friends. Half the time the jokes are pointlessly offensive and edgy, and it feels so low effort. Like people don't know how to make a proper joke, so they just default to the biggest shock value. Do you think there is an oversaturation of these types of shows, or am I going crazy? Matt. One fuck you Two, <laughs> you're right <laughs> i'm not gonna sit here and say you're not right just, are we in know, the edgy podcast are we in the edgy podcast field absolutely but i can't stand here and fling shit like a fucking monkey at uh, at other podcasts like the true crime stuff and not be able to fucking reverberate and you know catch my own shit flying back at me that's you know you know what, what is. i i dig that i dig that you're right if we're, we talk a lot of shit around here if we can't take some shit talk back who are we Absolutely. Though my here's my thought on it too. I thought about this. 
the the goal is you just got to push through. So like after a couple of years, you know, all those like shitty edgy podcasts, they've fallen off. They forgot about it. They didn't put the work in. They didn't want to record. So they fall the wayside and fall into that trap. You got to right. be you got to be the one that breaks through. And you're like, yeah, there's a lot of shitty edgy ones, but I've been doing it for six years, bitch. Shut your fucking mouth. And then and- you have a hill that you can actually stand on and point your finger down. But also like uh, you and I as people. As shitty as we have been capable of being in our own lives in the past and maybe still have the ability to be now, I think there's a difference with us philosophy wise. Like we don't we're like, look, I, I'm involved in the podcast community in, in sort of a little bit more on the ground. And there's a lot of comedy podcasts that do that. Like it's in the bio, like the like not for the easily offended, you know, like oh God. sensitive yeah, yeah, people yeah. like move it along. Something stupid like that. We're like people tr- looking to get me fired from my job. Look here. Yeah. <laughs> my boss, please don't listen to this podcast. But like that's we're not overtly trying to be assholes. We're, we're trying to grow as people as we go. Grow as you go. Dog, I'm just trying to do rec- recorded therapy sessions with my buddy. All right. This is what this is. That is that's the fucking tagline. Amen. Amen, brother. So we're not edgy shitlords, are we? We were years ago. Reformed. Are we yes. reformed edgy shit? We're like we're like edgy shit flowers now. Okay. We've come oh. out to fertilizer. Yeah. Come up a little out bit of beauty, water. but we still got some still got some shit in our roots. You know what I mean? Right. It's all about all right. growth. Yeah. All right, uh, so I got a I got a product endorsement here. I think nice. I think I've brought this up before. If I haven't, I'll bring it up now. Okay, Miss Vicky's spicy dill pickle chips. Have I have I talked to you about this? I I can't recall. Maybe one of our listeners right. might. So you one hundred percent need to fucking get on this train immediately, dog. I don't know if you and Lori go to Costco or not. Um, so Miss Vicky's came out with some spicy dill pickle chips, bro. Fuego, amazing! Best Liter- chip I've had in time. Literally fuego. I mean, spicy. Eh, not enough. Nah, okay. like there's a little bit of heat, but they're not like overpowering. You're not. They're not like takis. They're not like you know some like insane like Scoville level is, fucking chippy. This is genuine. Is is what I'm gathering. This is, this a, is genuine, a genuine. This is a genuine. Like one. I'm not product. trying to be funny. Okay. Absolutely, but they just came out. So I've been eating the the dill pickle ones for a little while now. They just came out with spicy ketchup, bro. So they're just taking Bruh. all of their regular flavors and adding a little spice to it and just being like, look, new product line. Yeah, but Miss Vicky's didn't make uh, dill pickle or spice before. They only oh, came dude. out with these these spicy ones, right? Oh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Get yourself a motherfucking bag. Also, pro tip for anybody. Buy your chips at Costco. You just get way more for the fucking price. It actually is one of those things at Costco you save on. Let me help you all out. So that empty air you get in the bag, you're not disappointed by it because you got fucking 8,000 chips underneath. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to gain 45 pounds leaving this fucking bag. <laughs> Can't stop, dog. Can't this stop. Is, this is from the heart. This is actually from the heart. Like most of the product endorsements are usually something absurd, but this is this is authentic. Can't stop. Won't stop. Won't right. do it. All right. Do you think we can get an endorsement finally? Oh, my God. I, I don't want to. I'll end up like that guy on YouTube that like fucking started doing mukbang videos. And now he's like 600 pounds. It's the saddest <laughs> shit I've ever seen, bro. You seen that guy? No, Dog. man. Man was like a twig, right? He was I forget his name. Somebody will know what I'm talking about. 
did like YouTube videos of like eating and stuff like that and was totally normal, wasn't popular. Then he started doing like disgusting mukbang type shit where it wasn't just like watch me eat a bunch. It was let me be disgusting when I do it. Oh, now he's like 600 pounds and all he does is just like pour nacho cheese down his throat and like so, eat a bucket of chicken. It's it's sad, bro. So sad. I've, I've seen stuff like this. Maybe we talked about the show before, but like content creators, right, where they like once you get successful, like, you know, people like the dream is like if you and I could made so much money from this podcast that it was like above and beyond what we'd make in our jobs with that's, that'd be like for like Joe Rogan, might that'd be dope, but then you can never get out. Cause now it's your full-time job. So this is like one of those, it's just one of those cases where it's like, he got into it just like eating shit on YouTube and people were like, fuck yeah. And yep. I was like, my job is to eat shit on YouTube and I can't escape. Otherwise I got to go back to regular life. Here's the thing. There's tons of people that do mukbang that are like, you know, normal size or like maybe a little bit of this guy specifically went from like healthy dude to like morbidly obese like how can i put the most possible amount of calories down my throat in a disgusting fashion on camera so we also talk about we talk about growth right we're always talking about you know brand growth and expansion so this guy's next step is naturally since he obviously gained it all now he's got to flip and go fitness community and do like a my fitness journey all the way back Good luck being healthy. Good luck. But that's how he keeps his content game going. Now he's got a whole Mm. new future. It's like the laptop crashing. Now, fresh start. You can go in any direction. You're in a new world. I'd be impressed, man, because this guy's pretty much mainlining nacho cheese at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, good luck, dog. Good luck. You've built up your community. (laughs) I don't know, man. I, I feel a strange way about, like, communities that get built online where, like, you're you're watching something, but you're actively just laughing at this dude and he's making money. So like, Hey, he's doing his thing, but like the community, like the comments are just like, you are a disgusting person. And like, what are you doing to yourself? The internet just keep is always, going. Always I don't know, man. He, supportive. He makes more money than me. Yeah. Maybe we're just not trying hard enough, but I got a story for you. That's related to since we're talking about food issues here. So, this one is actually this one's kind of sad. I mean, the premise of this article has a sense of comedy to it. Sure. As we go along. But I don't know. Anyway, so 20 year old Madeline Lee Nickpon was a varsity lacrosse player at Tufts University, died last Saturday after she choked to death during a hot dog eating contest on campus. The fuck, man. Yeah. No, Nick, nobody knows the Heimlich in college. Come on now. Evidently, Nick Pond of Suffern, New York, was involved in the contest Saturday afternoon at an off campus house. So you knew this was, you know, this was some like fucking unsupervised <laughs> yeah, shit, fuck. right? So the hot dog eating contest was part of a charity fundraiser and it turned tragic when Nick Pond choked. First responders came. She was then transferred to two hospitals before being pronounced dead. So off, right? And when I read it, I couldn't, Mm -hmm. I I just get caught every time I read a story like this. And when you bring your horrible death stories, which I know you probably have like a bunch and a bunch loaded and locked and ready for him. (laughs) I can only imagine like of all the infinite ways to leave this world, like choking on a hot dog at a frat party. Like sounds like a lot of girls dream, bro. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But all right. Anyway, so I'm scrolling through the article. And I'm like, do I even bother to put this in the show? It's it's again, the premise is nuts, but it's just kind of a sad story. But as I'm scrolling, there's through, not a you lot know, there. Yeah, yeah, you get you get ads on these websites and, you know, like these ad things through like these little <laughs> algorithm programs that like advertise based on what you're looking at or what you're searching mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So right in the smack in the middle of the article about this, this poor girl choking to death on a hot dog is a recommendation from an ad thing for five more links to go to. 
and I'll read you real <laughs> okay. quick. Number okay. one through five. Number one, top hot dog brands. Number two, homemade hot dog chili recipe. Number three, best hot dog recipes. Number four, healthy hot dog. And number five, gourmet hot dogs. I'm reading a story about a college girl who choked to death on hot dogs. And here's a recommendation for five hot dog eating links for you to go to. <laughs> Imagine being the parent. You're like reading the article online, grieving. You're just like, would you like some healthy hot dogs? Just, hmm? Perhaps just some non-chokeable? Haven't figured out this whole internet thing yet. Yo, this is this is it, man. This is the problem with frats, okay? You guys just want to have fun, but you don't want to be safe. You don't have a designated Heimlich maneuver person for all the drunk idiots that are going to die eating chili dogs at your house. Yes. And now you're liable. And guess what? All your daddy lawyer money ain't going to help you. Mother yes, it Christ. will. Yes, it will. It always <laughs> does. It does every fucking time. Every time. Daddy lawyer money works so well. It's so good. Do you know who my dad is? No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but either way, like somebody died at your house my, eating a hot dog. You fucking my dad bitch. owns all Acura dealerships in the lower southwest corner of Hamilton. Okay? Like all three of them. Do you know who my fucking pa is? Oh. He's the district, the district sales rep for Nathan's hot dogs. All right. This was a sponsored event. <laughs> you think Nathan's will stand for this slander? I doubt it. What if what if that is? The, what if Nathan's because hot dog eating contests aren't like, uh, you know, they're not like regular sports. Like there's no minor leagues and stuff like they're funding underground hot dog eating contests to like find the next Joey Chestnut. You know, like in <laughs> frat house basements all over America, there's Nathan's hot dogs eating contest. And they're like, we're looking for the next one who can down the dog. You think, he, you think he's going to be like the Brady and just go till he's like 50? Sets records every year, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's setting records every year. That's some Brady shit. Don't you think his body's got to give out? The human body can't. I mean, even Usain Bolt had to retire at like 31. Like Joey Chestnut can't possibly... A 50-year-old, his stomach would just rupture. He'd be he'd be 90% hot dog by that point. He's gonna have like a like I had a fucking dream about my arm falling out or dislocating. He's gonna have a dream where he just like throws his insides up or something. He's gonna wake up one day and just be like and just regurgitate thousands of hot dogs. Could you imagine? That's that how was, he's going out. That was how he ended, like in the middle of the hot dog eating contest. He's just like, Aah! it's like Joey Chestnut has died. Like during From a the prolapsed contest. esophagus. <laughs> just throws it <laughs> throws the esophagus up <laughs> comes out like a slinky what do you think they should do I feel <laughs> like if that happened <laughs> I feel like if that happened what you'd have to do is just everybody the vent stops you know nobody freaks out no there's no like oh my god and like you know like the shaky camera footage and like everyone just stops and just gathers in a big circle around him and just salutes just Rest easy. I'm dog just thinking boy. of him like not dead, but he's still like he can't comprehend what's going on as he's his esophagus is outside. Oh, don't of his get body. morbid. Just don't like, get morbid. Tries to tries to stuff hot dogs in. Just, <laughs> just had to go there. You've been reading too many of these horrible death stories. All right. In India, oh, no. a man dies after a friend pumps air into his rectum. <sighs> with an air compressor. Isn't this a, oh, okay. I was gonna say, like, they do that for a colonoscopy. So what did they use? Yeah, no, this is some this is some heavy duty shit, bro. According to police, uh Muhammad Aslam, 23, and his friend Farhan would clean each other's clothes by using an air compressor after finishing their shift at an export firm in Danapura village. On Wednesday evening, the two were cleaning up before going home 
when Farhan allegedly pumped air into Aslam's rectum. After Aslam started feeling unwell, Farhan took him home, but a short while later, Aslam's condition deteriorated and his family rushed him to the hospital. He died due to internal injuries on Thursday. Now, family member is quoted as saying, when Farhan dropped Aslam at home, he was unwell and his stomach was abnormally inflated. Farhan told me that he played a prank and filled the air in his rectum. Aslam died during the treatment. We have asked the police to check the CCTV footage and act against Farhan. We want to know the truth. So like all of your death stories, my immediate first thought is always, why? Why? Why did you glue For the lulls, shot? bro. Why did you shove that <laughs> USB cord down there? Why did you put the air compressor up your ass? He didn't put up his ass. He put it up his friend's ass. See, it's but funny when you do it to somebody a, you're else. Still, you still had agency in this decision. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, police probably going to come for this man. Now they said they're looking into him and they're going to they're going to check the CCTV footage. And but he'll probably end up getting charged of some sort. Right. Depends how close his so what friends they are I and shoot air up my ass. Then I'll like rip some hilarious farts kind of thing. Like probably just thought he was being funny. Didn't realize it would fucking kill the man like that Kenny versus Spenny episode years ago where they arguably one of the greatest TV bits. Ever I actually recorded. think that is that is the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life. It was, was watching. <laughs> it's gut bustingly funny, bro. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know, look up Kenny versus Spenny. Who can fart the loudest? There's an episode where they pump. Kenny pumps air into his ass with a bicycle pump. <laughs> hysterical. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Literally. So these guys tried the same thing, but you just you need to use something with a little less force to it. Yeah, this guy used an air compressor, bro. <laughs> you fill like, tires with like absolutely. <laughs> Fuck, man, he filled his gut. Dude, he came home with an inflated stomach. Like, you know what I mean? Like, imagine you walked in the door looking pregnant. Shots shot air so fast up your asshole that it traveled all the way up your your fucking intestine into your stomach. Congratulations and spins that is. Yeah, bro. Congratulations. Like, no wonder this guy died. It's a fucking air compressor for you. Eh? Just, just cleared it, you like right nine, out. What is it like 19 school bus lengths or some shit like that? Yeah, it's like 45 feet of just. <laughs> <laughs> just, ex just expanded air inside your butt. <gasps> oh, God, that would feel so bad, dude. It feels so bad. I, I'm, I, I feel sick and I don't like getting my belly pushed on. I can't imagine getting an air compressor <laughs> up my ass. Well, we'll keep it in the realm of fantasy. You know what? Share your, since it's spooky season, right? This episode is going to come out uh, just before Halloween. You might as well just keep going with the, with the unusual deaths. What's the other? You said you had more than one, right? Yes, sir. A Utah, Utah, a Utah cyclist has died after accidentally, I put that in quotes, being run over three times by a driver. Now, Warren Yoshio Watanabe, 62, was on his bike in Utah when he was hit by a vehicle pulling out of a car park. The car reversed, paused, before then driving forward and hitting him again. The driver, 77 years old, repeated the maneuver and ran over the guy who was lying on the ground for the third time. Oh, that's a murder. So she went back, then forward, then back again. That's that it was only sounds then like that a murder. She saw it was only then that she saw Mr. Watanabe on the ground and called emergency services. The media has reported. Now, he was left with 14 broken ribs, kidney, and liver damage. Oh, he's, he he's not? Died. This isn't a... Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I he jumped the gun. I'm sorry. Later. It's oh. okay. No worries. It's believed the driver did not intentionally run him over, but that she knew she had hit something and just kept trying to drive over or move around it. Bro, I, 
I don't uh, know if you've ever hit anything in your car. Your I've immediate reaction like, is to stop and be like, what the fuck was that? Right. Not. Yeah, I better get out because, dude, like it makes a disgustingly crunch sound that anybody who owns a car, your stomach drops through the floor. You don't just be like, well, let me just fucking drive through that again for the third time. This person also didn't notice that, like, the, there was somebody like, oh, hell, God, fuck. <laughs> like, Jesus. Hitting their bike bell under the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing my yellow vest. What are you doing? (laughs) That's awful. Awful. I mean, it's somebody who shouldn't have their license, right? Like, this is somebody who. Ding's just slowly getting. (laughs) Ding. (laughs) Ding. (laughs) My poor guy. Three times, man. Three times. You know, the first time you're like, what the fuck? The second time you're like, this is hell. And the third time you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Now I guess I'll get out. They're all right. Three hits with the car. Slamming the fucking bell like Hector from Breaking Bad. Just (laughs) fuck, man. I mean, all the people die in incredible goddamn ways. People suck, bro. Like, I can't imagine hitting somebody three times before realizing it, man. I, I just can't. I can't. How now, do we, how do any of us survive life? I don't know, dog. You got to avoid 77 year old drivers, I guess. Like, I'm really in the camp that once you hit 70 or something, you should be going for a driving test every like other year or something. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, come on, dog. How dare like, you discriminate on. against us elderly? Well, fuck you. Prove it. Prove you can drive. Prove it. It's true. true. Mamba mentality, right? Yeah, exactly. Put the work in the gym there, you know, Eldris. Right. Fuck. Right. By the time we get to our 70s doing this podcast, I mean, we'll have 40 years of experience, you know, episode 2800. It's going to be illegal for people to drive when we're 70. Fuck, man. It won't need to be either self-driving cars or like, you know, cars will just be outlawed because the planet's just a burning ball of flame. Teslas and shit, right? Like fucking ai mars teslas yeah the google tesla when they Ooh. fucking eventually you know when they merge them and they become oh. one when they merge oh my yeah. god oh yeah. my god and you know this is going to be like walmart bezos right like neuro neuralink brought to you by google oh my god oh god you're oh god. scaring me you know every thought you'll ever want oh no all right you might admire bill gates's workhorse mentality or elon musk's brazen attitude and ideas see i capitalized on that on that uh, previous topic Genius. for a segue. Genius. See that, folks? That's comedy podcast. That's expert comedy podcasting. You know, we know how to tell jokes. You know, we're not just two guys sitting around talking shit. Anyways, you might admire Bill Gates' workhorse mentality or Elon Musk's brazen attitude and ideas, but also feel conflicted about wealth inequality. Now, psychologists and marketing experts can explain that disconnect. The Ohio State University and Cornell University published new research on Monday showing why people tend to admire individual billionaires, but dislike the socioeconomic class of extremely wealthy people. Study involved 2,800 participants across eight different experiments, found that people commonly believe individuals get rich because they're smart, talented, and hardworking and are deserving of their wealth. But when it comes to groups like groups, of wealthy individuals like the C-suite executives or the top 1% of American earners, most folks have a more cynical view. These groups, they attribute their success to an economic system that favored them and luck, says Jesse Walker, the study's lead author. 
That's just this is some monkey brain shit. Yeah, this is just us, like us always. That's fucking always, right? Like, it, it, it's probably true though. Like, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, you know, like, I wouldn't even disagree with that at all. Now they obviously have the data to back it up, but it, it, f- first of all, fuck Bezos. Let's be very clear about that. Fuck Bezos. <laughs> but like Musk, I don't, I don't hate as much. I mean, I'm not on some fuck you, Elon Musk. But when it comes to the whole like billionaire class, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, tax all them. This is a celebrity thing to me. Like when I read this, I was like, this feels like the classic, like you can do anything if you're an individual famous personality. Right. Like you, you don't you probably hate some old stuffy billionaire motherfucker CEO from some, you know, that that like Louis Vuitton guy or something. I don't even know what to say. Don't know shit about him. He doesn't post memes. He doesn't want to fly a rocket into space. So, I mean, fuck, fuck this stuffy old douche. But Elon Musk, you know, Elon Musk is a personality. He's been on Joe Rogan. He has a flamethrower. He's got a fire meme game on his Twitter account. Like, that's a personality. You can get behind that. Who's the next one? Who's the next one that we uh we start glorifying? I don't know. It's a scary proposition. Up? Somebody, I mean, like, you, you think it's someone like Kanye West, right? But like, he's too crazy. Nah, he's too crazy. It's too. Uh, shit gonna implode there. on itself. See right. his new haircut? No. Do tell. You haven't? No. What does it look like? Should I? Should uh, I Google it? I'll Google it. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. Uh, As Dan listeners can also at this point take your phones and Google Kanye West's new. New haircut. If I could type, it's quality Tell audio entertainment is what this is for our listeners. Thank you. Thank Tell you. For this guy's not lo- losing his mind. Oh no, it's it's a movement. It's a look at the power he shows with his. Is idea it this thing that looks like? F- uh, it looks like somebody just like attacked him with a a razor. It looks uh, like he went to a fucking you know social event for blind barbers and then just told the kid to have at it. It's just random cuts into his head, bro. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> like literally a prank haircut. Yes, like what, what I'm you saying. Do, it's you a fall prank asleep haircut. at the frat house. You end up <laughs> waking up like that. No, but that's a statement. Uh, it's a style. hazing haircut. He looks like I mean, I mean this without being a complete asshole that needs to edit it out of the show. But it looks like if you were going through chemotherapy and you just hadn't. Like, you were like losing patches of your hair. Yeah, right? like you just yeah. hadn't shaved the rest of your hair off. And it's exact. Oh, my God. What is this guy? Yeah, he's out there. That's it, yo. You need to be out there to be able to push the needle socially. Right. You know what I'm so, saying? so if I'm a billionaire, like I got to be I got to be I got to have individual status in order to get by. But not too much like Kanye, because, you know. Well, you know, he's sitting there thinking, being like, I had the motivation and the energy to do this. I brought forward the fucked up haircut. It was me. I brought around leather jogging. Ain't nobody have a leather jogging pant before me. Ain't nobody had a terrible haircut before me. He's one of those guys that thinks I think he's got this idea in his head because he's so famous and he's probably surrounded by yes men and everything's like, oh, yeah, dude, you're. Exactly. It's like it. every fucking insanely rich, famous person has nothing but people who are going to tell them good things all the time. He just thinks if he does something that somebody else has not done, that it's instantly like genius. Like it's and I don't I don't really listen to Joe Rogan, but I did listen to the Kanye West episode and it was pretty enlightening because about half the episode, I'm like, you know what, man? There is something behind this. Like, maybe you're not that crazy. And then the other half, you go, okay, bro, what the fuck? Time out, time, time, time out, time out, time out, time out. Slow your roll. Yeah. Slow your fucking roll. 
Because he's, it sounds like he is just surrounded by yes men that let him say whatever the fuck he wants, and are like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, boss. And next thing you know, this guy's shaving his head like a fucking clown, you know, and wearing garbage bags as fashion. Our listeners, you gotta look up. We'll put it on the socials this week too. But like this guy, you gotta imagine there's nobody around him who's like, who can say like, this is a bad idea. This doesn't look good. You're nuts. Don't do this. Or and I'll or that he you. would listen to at the very least. He's got no one that he would listen to. You ever been to a real barbershop? Not like a st- I'm talking a real barbershop. No, they would fucking slice you apart. They wouldn't. E- there'd be no like wouldn't even offer hiding it. No, they'd laugh you out the fucking room unless you're Kanye West. Yeah. yeah then you, you bring in all your barbers and they're like, whatever you want, Yeezy. You know what I mean? But if I went down to my I went and see my boy fucking Nav at the shop in Oshawa, they'd be like, <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> like, yeah, what like, the fuck are you there, talking right, about? Correct me if I'm wrong. And obviously not knowing shit myself, but aren't a lot of like real barbers like they take pride in their product. Yes. So like if you ask yes, for that, they'd be like, I'm not doing that to your head because I don't want somebody to affiliate this with me So get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. Do you remember Will Compton when he got that that Peaky Blinders haircut on Twitter? Uh, vaguely. He got that like horrible school shooter haircut. Oh, yeah. So he got it because he wanted to do he wanted to do the Peaky Blinders costume and he did it and came to the thing. And his barber was straight up like, don't fucking tell people that I did this. Like yeah. you asked for this. I'm not like I don't want to take credit for this shit blown up on Twitter. And I don't want people like not coming to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hard out there, man. It's all it about the image. Out there. It's all especially, about ourselves. Especially when you, you provide a service to the people. You know what I'm saying? Um, like what? Like museums, right? Museums okay. that have to start OnlyFans accounts because they get banned from social media for posting nude artwork. Uh, yeah. I... Yeah. Oh. So okay. a consortium of museums in Vienna have created an OnlyFans account to post nude artwork as part of a new wave of prudishness on social media platforms. So the so-called uh, Vienna Laid Bear initiative was launched by Vienna's tourism board late last week, along with their OnlyFans account. Now, subscribers can receive a complimentary Vienna city card or a ticket for one of the museums featured on the account. So if you sign up for the OnlyFans, they give you a physical ticket. You can go, actually oh, nice. go to the museum as well, oh, too. That's so cool. that's part of it. Now, quote here, Vienna and its art institutions are among the casualties of this new wave of prudishness with nude statues and famous artworks blacklisted under social media guidelines and repeat offenders even finding their accounts temporarily suspended. The tourism board wrote in a press release. That's why we decided to put the capital's world famous explicit artworks on OnlyFans. I yes. mean, yeah, you can now see artwork from 300 years ago, like old naked titties on OnlyFans. <laughs> medieval mm. oh i can't wait to see some of those medieval titties on it on <laughs> fuck only but fans. like this makes me think about the whole like like what is allowed nudity and what is not because like i've been i've gone through like instagram before and seen some shit that i'm like how the fuck is this posted probably you know, what you I know mean? What, when you see that shit it's just like it just hasn't been picked up or reported by somebody like right but then at a certain point like 500 year old like art you know what i'm saying from like a renaissance era in the 1500s like yeah. how, is this really like offensive you know what i'm saying well, like, i guess the question is like draw the line yeah like the question is then like I, I think typically the nudity that you try to keep away from regular public view is is usually based on the sexual intent of it like is this it, like medieval nudity in a painting even might be sexually explicit, but it's like this was painted by some fucking monk 400 years ago. Like, it's not like 
hardcore. I mean, dude, you're right. Like Instagram girls post much more raunchy shit in their regular allowed posts than some of these yeah, paintings. Like my nipples are be. covered. Therefore, it's not nudity. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like my nipple. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's two stickers on my nipples and I'm wearing like fishnet stockings and shit like, oh, that's good. That's good. Buy some tummy tea, but like you put some like fucking <laughs> some tummy tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the MLMs never stop. Yeah, you have to you have to get that hustle. Imagine explaining this to like your wife or something. Like, why the fuck do you have an OnlyFans account? Follow the museum <laughs> for the art. <laughs> <laughs> the most bullshit excuse in history. <laughs> I'm looking at medieval titties. Uh, Or maybe that's, yeah, like guys everywhere now, they can just be like, it's like a cover story. Like, oh no, it's just for the museum. Look, see, I'm subscribed to the museum. There's got to be, there's got to be some other shit on there. Like there's probably some weird ass dudes that like just post photos of pickles or something I've, stupid. I've, you know what I mean? Like I there has swear to be. I brought this up before, which is that they, they add only fans advertising on like Reddit and stuff. It, they're ads. And with that whole thing where they like tried to ban nudity a couple months ago, it's funny mm-hmm. because their advertising literally is like, we are not just for porn. We also offer creators a way it's supposed to be like the same as Patreon. And all Absolutely. Yeah. It's just yeah. supposed to be a paywall for your content. But because they allowed sexually explicit content for, for years and the business was built on that, like now they're like, please, we desperate. Dude, they had an ad once that was like uh, uh, DJ Khaled uses OnlyFans, which is just like on a sentence on its own. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't wait to see those floppy titties on a jet There's ski a lot in Miami. Of, a lot of body hair and, and body oil and shit like that. I belong in a Vienna museum, baby. <laughs> but i mean they're desperate to not just be that this is a good idea this this almost seems like a good fit really i know right it, that's what i came across i'm like this is fucking interesting because like it actually yeah. might work like yeah. just good luck explaining that to your wife all right a couple i got a couple of gripes general gripes to, gripe to, them i will gripe away so i'm doing this um module Right at, at work, like uh, one of those annual. You've never really worked in an environment where you have to do this stuff. Where like every year, you have to retake the like uh, technological security module. You know, and it's yep, like it it's like literally just questions and scenarios, and then a quiz, and you just have to do it every year to be like, I I am not the level of competence. I breathe air. <laughs> the level of fucking competence in these, I it it's, it's so laughable, like. Jim goes to the Starbucks and decides to leave his lap, his work laptop open on the table. Like as he goes to the bathroom, should he have done this? Like, well, let me <laughs> guess what the answer is. No, in any sense, he's fucking Jim, you fucking moron. Like it's just like, <sighs> somebody might look at you. Well, no, somebody might fucking steal your shit. Okay. Jim shouldn't have just left his laptop there at all. Yeah. Like you print out personal information from a client and then put it in a folder and leave it in your car. Should you have done this? Let me go. Uh, Knocked the lady beside you. Do you mind looking at my not looking after my computer while I go to the bathroom here? Just a heads up. I have the personal information of about seventy five thousand clients <laughs> open and available with all their SSN social and, insurance you know, numbers or dates of birth. Social insurance know. numbers. So just a heads up. Can you uh, can you watch that for me? Thanks. Like, it's it's and then there's like the questions that are like uh, you know Steve's friend 
has his phone has died, but he needs to send an important email. Will you will should you let Steve use his personal email to send one off? And I'm like, it's like obviously the answer is no. But in real life, it's mm-hmm. like if you were like, yo, I gotta send a quick fucking email, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I trust that you're not like secretly a fucking dark net hacker who's like, <laughs> like Yeah, but you you work with Steve, right? Steve's not a random guy walking up to you on the street. I get that shit all yeah, the like time. If some random Don't, can guy I just use your cell? Can I just use your cell phone? Like, nah, dog. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. No, you can't. I'll give you fifty cents to go use a phone. I'm not like a total asshole, but like, you're not touching my cell phone. What yeah. do you mean, man? I'm just gonna give. Nah, uh-uh. literally had like that. Yeah, I I assume that must happen to everybody sooner or later. That, all the yeah, time. I've had that too. All like, the time. I, I had a guy literally around the corner from my house, like quiet residential side street here. He was like, "Yo, I have to like call my sister." I'm like, "That sucks, man." Like, but what? It's just. I had a grown woman asking do that, you know, like I had a grown woman asking me to call her a cab. Meanwhile, she's standing 10 feet away from the spot where the cabs stop and wait for people. I'm like, go, go stand over right there. Like literally right there. I can see where the cab stop. But no, oh. it's not safe. I'm like, what, what do you what? What? <laughs> okay. Like I can see the cab. <laughs> You're not safe right now. Bag over the head. (laughs) (laughs) Edgy comedy. Edgy comedy. All right. My other gripe. My other gripe is this coffee mug right here. So our listeners can't see. This is just a Toronto Raptors coffee mug. Real simple. Wrong with your mug, bro. Okay. Wrong with your mug. Let's have a little sip of the coffee here just just to prepare my prepare my gripe. Ah, cold. Now Mm. on the bottom of it is a is a uh, the company who made its logo, the company's okay. name, Great American Products. It's got a shield. Mm. It's got an eagle and stars, all that American shit. What is written all around it? Made in China. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a Canadian sports team with an American shield logo that's created in China. Fucking global uh, economy, modern my world. man. It's a global economy. The modern world. My grandmother is rolling over in her grave. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Now, the only other product that we have to talk about. All right. So I sent this to you on Twitter this week because I got this from I got this from some other podcasts and friends. These hats, these are new era hats that somebody. Oh, my good fucking God. dude. Any any listeners, you got to imagine like a fifty nine fifty like fitted cap, but like somebody has put it like in a can press, like there's just perfect circles, like punched into the, the brim and, and the top of the hat and all over. They don't even look like perfect. So it looks like someone just like folded it and cut it with scissors, man. <laughs> it does kind of look like it was cut with scissors. Like, I think that is so, what it was. So imagine every, like the location of them are like, uh, imagine like a little kid with like the side pigtails on the top of their head, like poking out, like, like, yeah. um, like frills on bike handles. Do you know what I mean? It would be like right there. That's where your ponytails would come out. And there's two holes, one on each side. Like it's the most, it's some Kanye West shit. But I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And aren't they fucking sold out? I wouldn't be surprised. So I tried to look it up because I thought it was a joke and I could only find it on one website. And it was some sort of like specialty, weird fucking modern Gen Z, like sleek designed website with a fucking market. Of course it is. And, of course it is. All right. When I searched the picture of it, there one of the Google image links was linked to a thing, a store page where it said they were being sold. And again, I don't know if this is true, but it said they were being sold for three hundred and forty five dollars. Yeah, that's the one I clicked on, too. 
Yeah. Like it it really sounds to me like someone sat down and was like, listen, all right, all right, all right, listen, listen. We've already cut the knees out of jeans. What can we cut next and take more money from these fucking idiots? It's a fifty dollar hat. Like, why don't we just cut holes out of the fifty dollar hat and charge three hundred dollars? It's like the fucking it's like the what Banksy fucking thing we were just talking about. Like this this I this like weird this planet doesn't work. This weird economic idea that we have as a, as a society where it's just take a thing, fuck it up. It's worth 10 times more. Take the I wanna, comedy I wanna... podcast genre, fuck it up. Podcast can be 10 times more successful. It's genius. That's a great approach. That's a great approach. Like when I, when I put clothes on, I want to feel like the, like the fucking designer is calling me stupid. Like that, that's a sign of a good ass yeah. product. Yeah. Like you're a fucking idiot for wearing this. You're a fucking idiot for listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you'll come back for more every single week and you'll tell all your Absolutely. friends and do all that shit, Absolutely. right? Grow this, grow this edgy quote unquote comedy podcast into a real, you know, audio empire right here. I mean, man, I just like, I'm turning into, I hate the fact that I'm like turning into my parents. Like I, I, I they told me it would happen. I didn't believe them. And here it is. Because I remember, like, when kids started, like, turning their hats sideways and shit, and my parents were like, what the fuck are you idiots doing? Like, what the fuck are you idiots doing? Yeah. If I went up to my dad with some holes cut out of my hat, bro, I don't think I'd come back alive. Dude, if you came <laughs> up to me, if you walked up to me and were wearing one of those hats, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, yo, next time you see me, I'm just going to have a fucking Yeezy boost on. You know what I'm saying? Some leather joggers, cut out hair like that, and then have my head all fucked up shaved respect me yes yeah. back to me respect the drip you drip bayless i paid, paid three thousand dollars for you to tell me that i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> i would have done it for free <laughs> <laughs> all right let me read you a job posting from out in vancouver shout out all right Coast. see if i'm interested band city see. you might be uh quote effects of labor shortage fifty thousand dollars per annum to wash dishes. What? This is an ad posted by the Handy Grill Restaurant in Vancouver, which is looking for a couple of staff in a time of extreme worker shortages. Quote, pay per hour will be $25 for 40 hours per week. No experience or education required. Training will be provided to eligible candidates. Wow. You and I Dog. have both been dishwashers. 50 G's to do that? Dude. Dude. Pack your bag. Sign me up. Pack your fucking Sign bags. Sign me fuck up. I was a good fucking dishwasher, too. I was so good they wouldn't promote me because they're like, we can't lose you because everyone else here has a Coke problem and like they, they're going to be gone <laughs> next week. Not even kidding, man. I'll never forget my boss looking me in the face being like, you're going to university in two years. All these other guys are fucking shit. I'm sorry, but I'm going to make you do other work in the kitchen, but I'm not going to promote you. But 50 grand, bro. 50 fucking grand. Like, dude. Sign yeah. me the fuck up. So the minimum the wage in up. BC is fifteen twenty, mm -hmm. which to to any American listeners who are like, whoa, like remember that's like nine dollars American. So don't worry. But this job yeah. is obviously well above what people would normally be paid. So this position was posted on August twenty fourth and is still on job boards. It's been up for two months. No, what's going on at that restaurant this that nobody not, wants? That dog. This is this is across the fucking board everywhere. There's the, especially service industries, hospitality, leisure, all that shit. People don't want to go back to work in those businesses now. 
Like not without being paid better, not without being treated better. Anyway, so so from the article, anecdotal evidence has revealed that many restaurant workers surviving being laid off with the help of government subsidies did not want to return to their food service jobs in which they say they were in which they say they were underpaid, overworked, poorly treated and which lacked growth potential. So that paragraph is written as a like people don't want to work because they say that they're underpaid and overworked. It's from the National Post. So anything post media to me is always like very like anti-worker, like stop complaining mm. about your low wages kind of shit. It's a very the post media shit's always here in Canada. Like it's kind of like Fox News is in the States. I'm going to be honest. I, I, like as much as I would agree with that, you know, 50 grand to wash dishes, bro. OK, yeah, it's crazy. Like, but the article pointing to things being like, well, these people don't want to go to work because they say they're underpaid. Like they are underpaid. They are they overworked. Are. They do get treated like shit and they don't want to do that shit anymore. So much so that people are offering fifty thousand dollars. Dude, that's full fucking disclosure. That's more than I make right now. Like working at a corporate job. So you tell Bro. me I could go put my headphones in in Vancouver and fucking burn my hands a little, for, you know, for fifty thousand uh, dollars. I don't miss my fucking wrinkled foreskin fingers, bro. Oh, my God. Great ass fingers. Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. Oh, Keith's on there every day. Ooh, oh, God. That's, that's not that's, a life. That's working lotion right there. Yeah, man. Hey, I had to. My hands were like cracking. They were so fucked. I wouldn't no. use gloves because I couldn't grab the dish. They would like slip more. So I just like sucked it up. Okay. So I just have to share the other part of this article from a quote here. It says to lure these excellent people back, restaurants have to offer competitive salaries and living wages. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. Imagine oh, no. that. Oh, imagine. No. We have to pay people to can so they can live. Otherwise, no one will accept the offer. Any restaurateurs who want to stay in business will have to accept today's reality that in general, the hourly pay for a restaurant employee is now going to be over $20 per hour. Oh, do we shit. get to a point, though, where like a restaurant can't afford that? That's the thing, right? So well, you just got to be a banging argument. ass restaurant, right? That's the old argument, right? That if we paid people living wage, they would never be, you know, but then, but then all right, I... hypothetical, though. If if restaurant workers start making like 25 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. Do we stop tipping them? And restaurant workers, service industry people who hear that, who are like, no, should understand it's, it's again, other places in the world, people who do these jobs do get paid a good wage and tipping is actually the opposite. They don't tip in those like Australia. People make good money doing service jobs and tipping is not a thing that people do. Well, naturally, if you're a restaurant and you have to start paying somebody almost double the wage, uh, the food cost is going to go up like they pass it on to the consumer. It always right. does. And that's always the argument against raising it. Right. So like, you'll have to pay more for it, dog. I would but then I'm not tipping pay. 20%, right? Yep. Like, and I would also happily, if I went to a McDonald's, I would happily pay another 50 cents for my burger if it meant that dude behind had health insurance and made $5 an hour more. Straight up. Straight up. Call me, call me a fucking socialist, but like... It, I actually, very proud of myself, by the way. I went yesterday? No, two days ago. Friday afternoon. I forgot what day it was. <laughs> Completely forgot what day it was. Friday afternoon after work, I, I for the first time since literally like that's the last week of february 2020 went around the corner to the place that i used to go to to like have a beer and write notes and like do research and stuff i did it for the first time in like 18 months i was very proud of myself i yeah i broke i have gotten over my agoraphobia that i've developed through the pandemic and went back and did it again 
and of course, I was like, this is more expensive than it was before. Yep. And then I thought about it reading this article. I'm like, if I tip, like, girl service was good. It was her first day. And she told me I was her first customer, which I was like, wow, you know what? Good Ever? for you. Wow. Yeah. Seriously, I came in at like four in the play. I was the only person in the place. It was fucking weird because I thought like four o'clock on a Friday, the students and stuff would be filling it up. Only person in the restaurant. So she's, I'm, she's like, hi, blah, blah, blah. My first day, just so you know, like, you're my first customer. So I, she was good in the end. Good service, very friendly, gave her a decent tip. And then I read this article and I was like, what if she was making like 25 bucks an hour to do this job? Cause nobody's hired her. Like nobody's taking jobs. And then I like gave her a good tip and I'm like, am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. I just, uh, there is something about you're also a good person. So you're like, yo, I want to make sure this girl's all right. But there's something to be said about, you know, looking down on people being like, well, if you don't like that, just fucking quit. And then when they actually do quit being like, well, like, I need my service. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You've got to be able to take a step back and understand that, like, OK, if you don't want that, that's fine. But there's going to be a consequence of nobody wanting to take those jobs. Right. 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 Like the only people that are going to take them are immigrants who cannot get any other job at all. And then those are those same people that are going to stand back and be like, well, fucking all the immigrants are taking the jobs. Yeah. Like, nobody yeah. wants them. Yeah. Nobody wants to take them. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's there's so many different fucking problems with it. Right. But look, oh. if I'm coming out of high school and you're telling me that I can make twenty five dollars an hour as a dishwasher, I might not have went to college. I might have just smoked blunts and washed dishes. So no, and what's and honest to God, if you're maybe providing- I need to suffer. I mean, that seems to be the mindset, right? Like, and and like, is there something wrong with that? Like, I know people are like, you shouldn't make good money if you don't want to like go to school. But like, why? Why not? Like, why? Like, why can't I just like, if I just want to podcast and jerk off and fucking work dishwashing jobs all days, the rest of my life, don't I deserve a living wage too? Can't I live in peace? Must I be oppressed by you wage earners? You know, and this is this is where the political divide arises. Half say no. Fuck you. Angry emails. FNEH podcast at gmail.com. Address them to Matt. Yes. Since I'm the one taking such a radical stand here. Fucking commie. (laughs) 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 Fucking commie. Go back to China with your commie ideas. Yes. Anything that is beneficial for society is socialism. Yep. Because they just brand it that way so that they can keep the money in their fucking pockets and make you fight amongst yourselves rather than actually point the finger where it should be pointed. Wait, Mm -hmm. check this segue. We're we're segueing again. All right. You know who's a commie? Fucking Pope. Who? The Pope Pope is a commie. Oh, really? In a visit in a video message to the fourth world meeting of popular movements on Saturday. I don't know what the fuck that the fourth world the meeting fourth of popular, world. It's a lot of like word the, salad. The poverty internet, like yeah, fourth world meeting of popular movements. It's like interdimensional shit. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be. <laughs> the Pope astral projected into the minds of his followers <laughs> on Sunday. That's what the commie Pope does. Pope Francis called for universal basic income, education, and health care, a shorter working day, and praised the protest movements that followed the murder of George Floyd. Woke commie Pope 2021, homie. Ooh. I fuck with this Pope. This guy's cool. This guy is the kind of guy you could roll one with, right? I think he denounced pedophilia as well. Look at that. He didn't get around to that. He didn't? Oh, did he? I don't know. I thought he did. I don't know. Angry Catholics, F-N-E-H podcast at gmail.com. From the man himself, quote, dear social poets, I like to call you this, social poets. I like to call us that too, you know that? 
Social poets Couple instead of SJ dubs. I see this man. Poets. He's just, you know, it, when you're when you're on hard times, always go for a rebrand. You know, like Facebook, mm. changing it to Facebook, the, yeah. The metaverse or whatever the fuck weird like JRPG shit they're going for now. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I like Continue to call you that. social poets because you have the ability and the courage to create hope where there appears to be only waste and exclusion. Poetry means creativity, and you create hope. Amen. Amen, Connor. Amen. Pope. Amen, uh, Mr. Francis. Now, is that going to cause any fucking change at all in any way, shape, or form? No. Of <laughs> Probably not. not. No. Not at all. No. Is he right? Listen, man, I'm going to be honest. I fucking desperately want the four-day work week. Like, desperately, dude. It is so bomb. I will happily yeah. work four tens instead of five eights. I would happily even work 30. I don't want to make less money, though. So maybe if you want to pay me a little bit more. Other than that, though, give me the four tens. Give me the four tens. I do my job. The job I do specifically like that, I mm -hmm. would definitely do four tens of. Oh, God. It's the shit, dude. It's the shit. I did it one time for a job I did, and it was like as much as I hated the job, the 410 was like, it was, like, it was the bee's knees. I'm already spending eight hours of my fucking day here. I might as well spend two more yeah. and just get a whole extra fucking day off. It's a whole yeah. day I don't have to travel into work. Yeah. You know, it's I, right there. I cut out two hours of travel extra for myself, too. Right. So I was uh, I was diddling around on Twitter and fucking I sometimes end up down the rabbit hole, which is like clicking a tweet and then reading the replies and then getting curious about the profile of the person who tweeted this and reading their tweets and all that. So I found my way to some random Twitter profile. And um, this guy was talking about that. And he was like, oh, these people want a four day work week, like blah, 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 blah. Like it's like, you know, uh. Like, what about us who like want need to work five days a week, like contractors and stuff? I'm like, nobody's saying you can't work more yeah. than four days. The idea is that that should be a state, just like the five day work week is a arbitrary number that we came up with like a hundred years ago. Before that, we worked seven days a week. It was every day to the factory to get your arms cut off and, you know, your feet. Yeah, crushed. that was like, the worker union shit that came out there like enough of this and fucking yeah, actually like, stood together and made a change. Yeah. Why not four? There's no our, there's no reason. It's just a stupid human monkey brain thing we came up with. It seems like every single place that's piloted it or tried it. Everybody loves it. Like everybody yeah. loves it. I did it myself. I can I'm telling you right now, if I had an option for four tens, I would take it in a heartbeat. Wouldn't even blink. What does, Wouldn't it say, even like. what does it say about me that, like, I, I, like, hate those people? I hate when people are like, you should be working, like, hustle grind every day, bro. Like, no, like, I just want to chill sometimes. Who doesn't? Most people want to work fewer days a week. And that means you're lazy. Yeah. You're entitled. You're fucking lazy. I want to pay, give you your commie handout so you can sit at home and podcast. Yeah, says the guy who's on medical disability and hasn't left his house in three years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Says the guy who's screaming at his workers' comp rep. What do you says mean the I don't same, get more weeks off? Like, says the same guy who voted for a president that actively took away his Medicare and his disability and freaked out. Bro, he's bringing back the coal jobs. Something like, I don't know, something like that. He's also coming out with his own social media platform too. You see that? Trump got his own shit coming out, bro. I thought he already had one. We was at that parlor thing. Which is I like don't shitty worked, Twitter. He's probably that's rebranded, I guess. He's got a new one coming out. Like, why? 
because he got banned because he just says dumb, insightful shit that doesn't like isn't true. It's because his Stirs content game is weak. That's why he got banned. Like, look, if he if he made good shit, he'd still be on Twitter. You know, he straight up, dude, he's the fucking embodiment of that. Like bender meme like i'll make my own fucking facebook <laughs> blackjack and hookers like literally it's exactly what he's doing it's exactly what he's doing i mean shit all the power to you it's just like it, anybody that would go to use it and i mean obviously there's yeah, gonna be people to. that oh politically side with him that's fine but how do you not go into it being like ah oh, this is just gonna be a ridiculous you have to imagine chamber. you have to imagine that just like the the general day-to-day minute-to-minute communications of that site or this app is just gonna be the most (laughs) i don't even know if there's a word for it just the just soul draining like insightful (laughs) yes it's gonna be filled with insightful well-reasoned arguments and and you know feel good content yeah but more like inciting you know what i mean fucking insight just ridiculous fucking nonsense that's exactly what it's gonna be yeah i don't know man i i Social media, every all of it, they can just go down the fucking down the drain. I'll you know right what? I don't like that attitude because I've been trying to get you more involved in the social media game. You know, our, our listeners are wondering, our listeners hear your weekly, you know, your jokes and your in your podcast, you know, personality map, but they don't they don't know you like I know you. They want to know. Listen, you listen. More. Stop trying to wrap your legs around my back when I'm trying to pull out. Okay, like I, oh. I don't want it. I don't want a social media. I'm trying baby. to get you. I'm trying to get you in deeper, <laughs> deeper into the game. Don't be shy. Don't hang on the outer edges and just, you know, our listeners need more Matt. They need more. Wait, what was your, what were your names for the week? Can you run them back here at the end? Uh, you were Jerry, the geriatric or sorry, Jerry, the anaphylactic geriatric. And I'm Jambalaya Jim. Jambalaya Jim. <laughs> it's a good callback. <laughs> I was also thinking, you know what, actually funny, you said at the start of the episode, this episode 55, 55, old internet, old internet memes like that. I mean, I was thinking about them the other day. Like I was thinking, uh, E-bombs world shit. Yeah. I was thinking (laughs) about the badger song. Badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom, mushroom. Here is the world. It is round, oh. nice world. Like the fire sea missiles. You remember when that? That's me, classic. Dog. Absolutely, dog. Yo, these young pups don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, they don't know what's like, like booting up AOL. Phone, like the Burger King fucking. It's peanut butter jelly time. Well, wow, Family Guy kept a lot of that shit, like revitalized that shit for a new generation when they do a lot. They do a lot of peanut butter jelly time shit and stuff like that. But still, y'all young buds don't know. Back when the mean game was pure, this has been episode 55 of the fucking A podcast. I am Dan. He is Matt. We uh we we continue to attempt to bring you quote unquote comedy every week. Quote unquote, absolutely Lord comedy, apparently. Um, just doing our things. We thank you for listening. I uh, will hope you come back for episode 56 of the podcast uh tell a friend you know be so generous as to show them where to find the show which can be tricky because when you have a curse word in your name the algorithm a little don't, more difficult they don't like you they you know just like the the art titties on instagram and and social media we're, we're like art titties of the podcast world being censored 
because we chose to be upfront about our swearing. Matt looks like he's going to shit his pants right now on the camera. Oh, you got to hurry up. I'm dying over here. Bro. Are you serious? <laughs> Dying, I'm dying, dude. <laughs> you can follow the like, podcast on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast f u c k i n e h podcast. Email us f n e h podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Leave the show a rating or review on whatever app you choose, and come back again. We gotta let Matt go. Cue the music. Release the turn. Pumped. Somebody pumped air into my ass. <laughs> Be free. Relieve yourself. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Listening. Thank you for permission, sir. <laughs> permission to go shit. Permission granted. <laughs> oh, shit. That's why I love the moon. Every night it's there for school. It's constant Unlike these human beings Who lie about what it seems to be You think the earth is where you stand You're in the palm of someone's hand And that's why I love the moon Just be careful.